Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. We are on the road to WrestleMania, so as we do every year, it's time for us to talk the news on the road to WrestleMania, as well as this year, all the other news and every other wrestling promotion in the world. With the entire Swoggle Squad joining me today, we will start in, I believe, his home of Nashville, Tennessee. It's Michael Wynn. After a hellacious February, I am home. Uh, I am well, I am a hundred percent. Yeah, let's fucking go, man. There's a fucking lot to get off my chest. Yeah. And also, you have to also prepare for the uh, the amount of shots you're gonna have to do during one of the WrestleMania main events that we discussed uh, last week. God, I just damn to- it! I got to tell Brittany about that shit. That's okay. I'll tell her in person when she's here. It'll be fine. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> In Chicago is Spencer. When you said he's going to prepare for the number of shots he has to take, I thought you meant that he had the coronavirus. <laughs> Folks, oh, have you? No, no, no coronavirus here. No, none here. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about the coronavirus uh, on two different occasions on today's podcast. That'll be fun. Also in Chicago is Rich. Uh, so I went to the doctor today for the first time in six years and got blood work done for the first time since I can remember. Uh, I think probably since high school because they had my childhood home address on file. You know you're supposed to get that done every 30,000 miles, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had to fast today. And just fasting from last night to today, uh, mullet, I feel for you, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I've been doing it two days but- a week. <laughs> <laughs> but then I remember the power that you played on me last week, so you could still go fuck yourself. Uh, and I also asked about, like, coronavirus testing, and do you know how it's done? Uh, they, it doesn't. It, is my what? answer. It doesn't, it doesn't get done. Well, no, it's actually very easy. Oh, is that like, right? what it, it's just, it's two long-ass swabs. Mm. One, they have to get from, like, your, your flarynx, and yep. they have to stick it through your nose to basically like the back of your neck. Jeez, they do not have to do that. Yeah. They just want to do that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they want to do it. Uh, and then the other, they swab your mouth, like your tonsils and shit. Ugh. Yeah. So that's a so coronavirus. Like, they, you're being so tame all the time, like right up your ass. Just like directly, <laughs> anally. They both go up there. <laughs> like, why yeah. both? Uh, just in case, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking of coronavirus in Miami, Azagi. Yeah, just just wait and get it. Um, actually, you know what, Mullet? I remember I, you know, when we did pickums this past weekend, which you're welcome. I got last like always because I'm that good. Um, I, I told you I was like, you know what? I should really just start watching Raw highlights and SmackDown highlights again. It's only like a 20 minute video, so I did that last night. It was like 22 minutes, but I fell asleep at minute 12. oh gosh never change never change Augie also I said before you got on the air that I was like uh, I told Augie as soon as he finished giving his picks that he got last place like I just knew immediately (laughs) that you you lost 
Uh, and speaking of falling asleep at minute 12 in New York is Tope. <laughs> Yo, what does that even mean? <laughs> You'd be the judge. I'll try to play it off. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I've, I've fallen asleep earlier, to be honest. I've, I won't get into that story, but... Yeah, uh, I was going to say, 12 minutes isn't bad. Yeah, it's not, it's not the worst. It's like a, it's like a strong Sami Zayn match. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Zayn match. <laughs> I like I like to fuck at the same pace as a Sami Zayn match, like a 3.5 star Sami Zayn match. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what they say about Tope? He's a good hand. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I still like him under a hood, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I definitely like, I'm working safe. Just like Sami Zayn, when we fuck, we're not on TV either. <laughs> oh, well, Augie, we're going to get there. Spoilers. Uh, Spoilers. <laughs> Sami Zayn fucked on TV. So. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the person in the main event of Raw fucked on live TV before, so that's a segue, huh? Hey. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Not yet. You don't get. You don't get to start this. Okay, <laughs> you have to wait. Uh, so what we're going to start with, as we've started with uh, for the past several years, the week after March of Madness, is we have a second little tournament that we have done uh, for the people that just can't make March of Madness, or we want to celebrate as well. It's called the Podswoggle Invitational Tournament. Every single year, uh, just like the NIT tournament and the NCAA tournament, uh, each of us pick individuals to be represented in this. For not really, nothing is at stake here, um, especially this year because the Potswoggle title will be defended during March of Madness with Aleister Black. So this is just a fun extra little stream that we have. It'll actually be taking place next Wednesday, uh, the 18th of March at 9 p.m. Eastern. And it's time for us to announce who our individual representatives will be for what I am just already predicting is the craziest pit of all time. Uh, the four automatic bids, uh, we discussed three of them last week. The person that held a title of any kind for the longest duration uh, during the grading period that was not selected for Marshall Madness was Brody King. So he'll be one of the representatives. The highest person drafted uh, from our annual draft in August that was not put in Marshall Madness, which is Minoru Suzuki. The champion who uh, won the title two days after the grading period was up, the Street Profits, in our first pit plan. And originally, it was going to be the highest-rated PWI wrestler that was not in the tournament, which was going to be Kento Miyahara from All Japan Pro Wrestling. There's not a Kento Miyahara to download on WWE 2K20. So I went to the next highest, which was Juice Robinson, who there's only one of because this game sucks. And it cost, it was going to cost me $15 to download the Wasteland Wanderers DLC, which I'm not doing. <laughs> so then I was like, fuck it. There's another title change that's happened. And this is going to take a trivia question away for Augie later on. So I picked the newest champion that didn't make it because of the grading period already passed up. Your new WWE Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn, will be the fourth spot in the tournament. That's right, Augie. Sami Zayn is your Intercontinental Champion. Oh, well, good for him. I told you that five years ago, you've been like, yeah, all right. Now you're like, cool. Yeah. So uh, we're going to start our nominations in order of pick em. So Rich, you'll get to go first, then Widden, then me, then Tope, then Spencer, then Aki, and then we'll just go right back up to the top. So Rich, give me your first of two pit picks. Uh, sure. I'm going to go with someone who had a... Uh... Couple 
title reigns within the NWA and uh, signed with AEW just very recently. We'll go with our friend Cole Cabana. Oh, yeah. Very good. Colt's been in the pit in the past. And let me remind everybody that the qualifications for the pit are you've had to have worked at least one match in the grading period, March 1st, 2019 to March 1st, 2020. Uh, and Colt definitely fits the bill. Widden. Uh, I'm going to go with this one uh, who did work one match. Uh, and I think this is probably going to be the only time we get to get him in this pit. Uh, y'all gentlemen had the pleasure of seeing him. Unfortunately, I did not. Give me the great Muda. Mm. Ooh, you bastard. That's a good one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, Muda works like every weekend, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick this because eventually he's going to be in a wrestling game. And it's going to be the most challenging thing to ever do in a wrestling game. And it's not going to be in this one because this game blows. But let's see what let's see what they cooked up. I will take Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. God damn it. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That was my serious pick. <laughs> okay. What, what? It's 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 my turn. Yeah, it is your turn, Topek. You you know go next. You know you you know. <laughs> my turn you know. Is your turn. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, well, come on. Fuck you. So you're, you're, so you're asking me to pick somebody <clears throat> who wrestled in this last year who isn't in the Podswoggle, the actual Martial Madness tournament, which I did not participate in. So you're asking, right, me, so, you're asking me to really thread a needle here, my friend, in terms of knowing people. I believe in you. I believe in you. So I'm going to say Mr. Ass. <laughs> Billy Gunn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, now, you could also pick his son, Austin Gunn, who I think is being called, like, Baby Ass or something. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> if he's actually being called Baby Ass, then yes. Otherwise, no. <laughs> Let me check. I remember from his dark that he was called something weird. Austin Gunn nickname. Don't put me on a list. Don't put me on a list. <laughs> junior Ass? Ass Junior? Ass. Baby Aspirin? Um... Okay. It, uh, I don't see. I might have just been a chant. I'm not sure. I'll get back to you on. I'll just son, give you one of the asses. Son of ass. <laughs> son of the ass. <laughs> uh, I'll give you either Mr. Ass or, or Baby Ass. I'll, I'll, I got you, Spencer. Don't worry. I got Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Augie, your first pit pick. Well, it was going to be Orange Cassidy. So since you took that one. Um, I asked about him when we were doing uh, the actual March of Madness, and I f- you guys said no for some reason. I forgot, but fuck it. I'm putting him in the pit. Marty Scroll? Yeah. Marty Scroll, I think, is a former either runner-up or Final Four in the pit. So, yeah, absolutely. Marty's, we might get to Marty a little bit later on. Uh, very good. Uh, Rich, back to you. Your second pit pick. Uh, for my second pit pick, I would like to go with um, another uh, actual serious pick. I don't really have any joke picks this year. I'm just gonna go with uh, Mustafa Ali. Hmm. Hell yeah! Very good. And also making easy for me. He's in the yeah. game. Appreciate that. I really hope those little weird hacking vignettes are for him. That'd be cool. I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> uh, Witten, your second uh, pit pick. Um. You're going to have to remind me, because I did listen to the 
March of Selection show, but uh, I cannot remember it. Uh, was Dominic Dijakovic? Is he in March of Madness? No, he is not. And then I will take him for the pit. That is a very good sneaky pit. Good job. Oh, man, I have a list in front of me. Uh, God, I really wanted to take him just because he's never been in a tournament because he retired in 1993. Uh, Mr. Perfect? Well, my, uh, no, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, because he technically worked a match this year. Uh, the 24-7 oh, yeah. title basically oh, opens man. everything up for anything. <laughs> uh, well, then, hold on. I go back. I want the marshmallow. Yo, no! Uh, <laughs> that was just, okay. No! All right, fuck it, fuck it. Fuck it. Tope, I'll let you take him. Fine. My face is getting No! No! Make it say Santa Claus. Tope, you're taking the marshmallow. It's your turn. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to decide now because I was like marshmallow. Then I forgot about all the other people I could pick, and now I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm not picking Rob Stone. Uh, up- <laughs> so instead, you know what? I'm going to go with, actually, uh, Tyson Fury. I knew. I wrote it down just knowing you were going to pick him. He's the same big asshole mother- like D'Angelo Williams. <laughs> He's just a big <laughs> motherfucker. He's your current world heavyweight champion of boxing. Mm-hmm. If, uh, by the way, if anybody, if no, if uh, either Spencer or does not pick marshmallow, if I can't find anybody, I'll just replace them with marshmallow. Marshmallow will be like the per minute alternate, <laughs> unless somebody really wants them. Uh, Spencer, ah, shit, I've got two. Uh, get- what about uh, what's up? You just get one more. Oh, good, thank God. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, I also had him on my list as part. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Look this. Hell yeah. Well done. Oof, nice. All right, Augie, last pick. All right. <clears throat> Can't believe Rich didn't pick him. So, Rich's favorite wrestler, Johnny Gargano, is in the, in the Marshall Madness, right? He is. Yes. Okay, then give me Rich's other favorite wrestler. Give me Santino Morello. Well, oh! Santino wrestled. Yes, he did. No, Santino did. No, Santino worked that fucking uh, that mm. first indie show you guys tried to go to in New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Indiana. are correct. Yes, he oh, did. No. Damn. Fuck you, Augie. Uh, how does Augie sometimes have the memory of a fish and sometimes have the memory of an elephant? He worked with Cabana in that match, too. That's right. Yeah. The day we got in. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, wow. All right, now, all right. Augie, real quick. What would you have for dinner on Sunday? <laughs> uh, shit. A burrito? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not fair. That, that could have been the answer for like six days. <laughs> 85% of the Sundays. Very good. So we have a wonderful pit. Uh, I don't have the matchup set up, but the pit uh, will consist of Colt Cabana, Mustafa Ali, The Great Muda, Dominic Dijakovic, Orange Cassidy, Santa Claus, Edge, Tyson Fury, One of the Ass Family, Jushin Thunder Liger, Marty Skrull, Santino Morella, Brody King, Sami Zayn, Minoru Suzuki, and either Montez Ford or Angelo Dawkins. That's Very good. strong. It's good. Very good. Good the burrito because I told you, Mullet, that I had to get off the phone with you because my burrito was ready nine minutes ago. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. 
Oh. Yeah, you remember that too. What <laughs> Augie? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Jet man that's holding Augie captive. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Maybe we should play who he wrestled for again, see if you can get it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so pit's all wrapped up. Let's talk wrestling news. Um, of course, we got to start. It's it's the only time we're going to get a chance to talk about it before we actually do our picks on our 10-year anniversary podcast in just, uh, wow, three weeks. Uh, we are on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, and it's an interesting one. Um, so we were talking about before we went on air that um, that's as lapsed as Augie has been as of late, Spencer has also been lapsed in terms of what's happening. So, yeah, Spencer, do you have any idea of the, uh, as of right now, the six like confirmed matches for wrestlemania what they are well i did fast forward through that part of the elimination chamber let me see if i can remember any of it uh i did see <laughs> this one sticks out uh john cena's wrestling the fiend <laughs> i know that <laughs> I don't know. for not the wwe championship okay well, ladies and gentlemen me me again. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. uh, we're we're gonna get there in three weeks. But if that happens, then he has to kill somebody just to get out. <laughs> like, make it look like manslaughter. Get take the seven years. <laughs> He'll still be like thirty nine. That's how you build heat. <laughs> that Ray Carruth heat. All right, go on. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no! Just for Tope and Win, maybe Rich. Damn it! Guess me. <laughs> yeah. He knows. I, I know. I'm gonna say Shayna versus Sh- Becky. Becky. I was gonna say Charlotte, and I oh, I pulled an audible. Becky. I know Shayna's up oh, in the mix. Yes, well, yeah, Shayna. That, that Shayna eliminated every competitor in the elimination chamber this past Sunday to uh, earn her spot. So that's two. Okay, so I got it right. Yeah, it's Becky. Okay. So you said you said you were gonna say Charlotte. I was. Who's Charlotte got a match with? Oh man, Charlotte, a classic matchup. Her, her longest rival, biggest opponent. God, it's easy. <laughs> You're not wrong so far. <laughs> Fuck. Half right. Gotta be uh, Bailey. Oh. No. <laughs> Her own. No, why don't. <laughs> Bailey doesn't have a match booked on this show yet. Why would she? Yeah, She's the longest right. training SmackDown champion of all time. Uh, I don't know. Who's, who's Charlotte Funny then? Is it Oscar? No. Charlotte is wrestling your current NXT Women's Champion for the NXT Championship, Rhea Ripley. Oh, really? Interesting, right? Yes. Which Tope? Can you give me? Uh, can you validate that I said was going to happen immediately after she won the Rumble? He, yes. Before anyone came out and said anything, I can confirm. Sources say Mullet called that match before anyone else. <laughs> before I asked. Mark Carano's shitty hair plugs. What was happening? Which I'm just guessing he's a source. Never mind. Don't want to go down this road. Just go on, Spencer. Now, I did say that I watched Elimination Chamber, but I can't remember uh, who won the tag team Elimination Chamber. 
I don't think it was Miz and Morrison. Is that right? What? They did not no, win. No, it was. <laughs> they did win. <laughs> so they'll be <laughs> they'll be at WrestleMania, I bet. <laughs> am I am I right uh, there? Uh, not sure they'll be, know, they'll be, they'll, yeah, they'll be in the building. Yeah, they're not confirmed. Fuck. Uh okay, so then of course we gotta get Hogan in there. Hogan's fighting Kevin Nash, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing the retro show. We're not doing the retro gimmick. We'll <laughs> be at the Hall of Fame. And then uh, the the other match that I remember seeing, uh, I remember it was uh, it was a it was a NXT. It was a best of NXT match, and it was Kevin Owens versus Mojo. <laughs> Mojo. Mojo. Jojo. I know one more. All right, so yeah, so we'll switch over to Augie. Let's see what Augie can fill in. I just one more Brock and Drew. Brock Lesnar <laughs> and Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship, and and hopefully the main event. Now there's one other match, uh, the other title match, the main title match that could be the main event. Neither one of you know what that match is. I know AJ Styles was whining to somebody the other day. <laughs> Uh, that won't be the title match. They were they are going to sign the contract for his match on Monday. That match would be AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. Oh yeah, that's oh. right. <laughs> that's gonna suck shit. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not because so far the build up to the show has been AJ Styles won a gauntlet match in Saudi Arabia. That already sounds like shit. And uh, The Undertaker uh, came out at the end of that, gave him a very bad choke slam, didn't take his hat and jacket off, and then pinned AJ Styles. And then I feel like retrospective Rich should be doing this, but I'll do it just because I started it. Uh, and then AJ Styles and the OC beat up Aleister Black for a little while. And then this past right. Sunday, The Undertaker helped uh, helped Aleister Black by choking out the OC and giving AJ Styles a choke slam, and Aleister Black won. And then last night, AJ Styles, uh, literally, I'm almost quoting this, said that The Undertaker is going to die in the ring at WrestleMania. <laughs> I hope that's true. Oh man, what a spectacle! I'm that not kidding. He said the Undertaker will die in WrestleMania. Oh no, no, no. I oh, believe that he said that. I hope he's telling the truth. Oh, <laughs> what a send off! I've been dead for thirty years. What a send off! Uh, uh, Roman Reigns got to be fighting somebody. Roman Reigns will be fighting your current Universal Champion, William Goldberg. <laughs> Explain yourself, sir. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just retrospective this again. So, oh no, no, he's doing like a preppy gimmick now, where he's William Goldberg, Esquire. I hope uh, he got his degree. No, it's not. <laughs> I wish it was too. Um, they it's went, like you know what I need uh, at this built- point in time? A new gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's very much the same gimmick. Uh, he was advertised for SmackDown. He didn't even appear live. He appeared in the old Dwayne Johnson special live via satellite. And it popped a rating on Fox. So because it popped a rating on Fox, Vince is like, well, he should beat The Fiend. So he beat The Fiend in what? under three minutes. What? Yeah. Goldberg beat The Fiend clean as a whistle. Uh, I can. I literally... Yeah, I, t- I typed the match to Tope. I watched it happen at work. I had my phone set up at my desk, and I got a call. I took the call. The match is happening, 
And as the as the shittiest jackhammer of all time, because he barely got Bray up, hit, yeah. and it went three. I was in mid-sentence, and I lost my complete train of thought on this call. And I was like, uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry, um, so your currency will be here on Friday, like right. <laughs> or like whatever day it was. And the customer's like, "Everything okay?" I'm like, "No, hold on." Because <laughs> like, it was spear, spear, two count sit up, mandible claw, kick him off, spear, spear, kick out, sit up, mandible claw. Kick him, Jack over, Jack, Jack over, Jack off, yeah. Jack hammer, three count, and that was it. Seven moves of doom. No, it's two. Would you say? <laughs> would you rather just a hypothetical question? What was what's easier to get up from? Um, a jackhammer or a sledgehammer to your cranium? <laughs> <laughs> a sledgehammer through a ladder, through a toolbox, through your cranium. No. Um, uh, well, it's definitely easier than 12 curb stomps. I mean, you know, the move that kills a man. Uh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, yeah. Was not, was not great. Was not great at all. That sucks big time. Uh, so now, uh, and so this match was set up, uh, of course, through the Elimination Chamber. I'm lying. Goldberg came out, said, who's next? Roman Reigns' music hit. He got in the ring. He said, I'm next. They made the match 10 minutes later. <laughs> it's as simple as that and that's why during Wrestlemania during that match Widden will be taking a shot of whatever we choose uh, for every spear that's issued during that Roman Reigns Goldberg match that same night John Cena came out and cut a very good promo Wait, about how he doesn't deserve quick, Wrestlemania what if, what, if they, yeah. what if they spear each other on accident and then they just like disappear into each other <laughs> like, <laughs> like the universe collapses around like, them cat dog? Roman Goldberg. Romberg. In the same style that Mullet was running that match down. Let me future run down the Goldberg Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, please. Spear, 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 (laughs) drive by, spear, (laughs) spear, sideways kick, spear, spear, Superman punch, Superman punch, Superman punch, spear, spear, jackhammer. Spear, spear, winner. <laughs> I, may, I, may just, I may just do the shots along with the match. Probably, yeah, I would. I yeah, would. it's probably going to be best. Win, are you gonna? Yeah. Where are you going to be watching? Are you going to be watching with us? Where are you going to be? Or from his hospital yeah. bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we'll, be down, we'll be down there in Florida. We'll be with you guys, Bernie and okay, I. Excellent. I will, be, I will bring you Malort then. Oh, nice. Oh, no. That's so sweet. (laughs) Chicago's favorite beverage. I think what Rich and I said, uh, because I I was the one that played the Fortune Power, I think I'm going to change it. So, like, one time you might just get, like, a shot of M&M's, but then you might get a shot of Malort, or then you might get, like, a shot of Sriracha. Every shot's a different shot. Yeah, Yeah, it might be Like, set some dice up or something. I like that. How long do you guys think the Goldberg match is going to go? Bell to bell? Yeah, you got how like we recording? how many like shots can Wooden? Yeah, how many shots can Wooden do? Like, in that's got to no. be like a what 10, 15 minute match max. Max, uh, uh, I bet it's not, not, not be more than ten at the tops. So Tope, yours was spears and Superman punches, but yes. how yes, many shots did you have to do for the Taker Roman match? I got to the point where I had to start every show with doing this because I think it was like damn near like a dozen. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it was about. Was I like think it was about minutes. that. Yeah, I'd expect it to be at least probably ten, but I don't see it going any more than five wow. minutes, ten minutes. If it goes on last, they're probably going to end up pushing it. But like it really shouldn't go on last. Drew and Brock should go on last. You said there's six matches confirmed, right? How, how many uh, matches were? How many matches last year WrestleMania? Oh God, including the pre-show, like sixteen, which is what's rumored to be again this year. Um, yes. So you have two world title matches we talked about, the two women's matches as of right now, um, Cena and the Fiend, which we still have to get to how that got set up as well, and then AJ and Taker. Of course, Edge and Orton is not officially confirmed, but it will be any fucking day. Um, so that's the main seven. You'll have to have a SmackDown women's match, a women's tag title match. Um, whatever they're doing, the IC title, US title, that's 11. And then uh, a Seth a tag- KO is probably the most definite. That's 12. Tag team title match? Uh, the, the SmackDown tag titles will definitely get something. The two Battle Royals, that's 15 right there. Um, Elias has to come out and sing fucking Dark Side of the Moon. The uh, NXT women's match? <laughs> I included that already. I included okay, that sorry. with the two matches so far. So yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, so there's going to be some short matches. It just sucks that Roman's had a really good year, and he gets a five-minute mania match against this fifty-four-year-old dad. That you know, <laughs> it's, it's just what it is. Uh, the Fiend Cena match was set up by Cena coming out and saying that he doesn't have a spot on the Mania card this year, and that's okay for like the third fucking year in a row. And then uh, he got up to the stage and was like waving bye to everybody, and then the lights went out, and then the Fiend just was behind him and pointed at the WrestleMania sign. <laughs> And Cena tipped his hat like he was John Wayne, and it, it was on. That sucks. Yep. <laughs> the camera work was very good because the fiend was behind Cena for like a good solid minute before the camera moved and the crowd was going nuts for it. And then he pointed the sign. It's like, well, that's just corny. And then, uh, and then they saved it. This they started saving it with Bray's promo, directly referencing how John Cena ruined his entire life five years ago. <laughs> was was very good. Uh, that was rambling rabbit basically cutting that promo saying, Hey, remember when he killed your career and your in your personal life? So uh, how many matches yeah. has, has, has Cena wrestled this past year? None. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't <clears throat> qualify for any either tournament. This is our first pit or Marshall less Cena. Cause he didn't I'm work just, mania and he didn't work any of the Saudi shows or anything. I'm just remembering all that shit. He was talking to the rock during that WrestleMania about not being around. <laughs> You would remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say the last time seen, I think was on, like, had a match on the same night. It was the the Finn Balor beef promo with Vince talking about how Drew and Corbin and Cena were beef. I don't remember that happening. I remember everything. I don't remember this beef promo. <laughs> beef? You don't remember the beef? Oh my god, that's beef. Oh my goodness. <laughs> promo <laughs> right now. Link me. Send it to me so I can review it later before I go to bed privately in my room. Um. So yeah. So that's mania. Uh. So a lot of part timers, a lot of legends. It's a very ruthless aggression mania. Which, if I can promote, not that they need the promotion, the ruthless aggression documentary on the network is fucking bomb. Five episodes are completed. The main five episodes. And they're coming back in the fall with the episodes I want. Like the Tough Enough episode. And Tope, are you ready for it? The Diva Search episode. Brother. It stars. Uh, 
can we make a promise to each other that we will not watch that episode until we're in the same room together? Yes. Yes, we can. Cool. And we will just make sure you watch fucking Parasite by then, so you can yeah. actually start watching things. Oh, yeah, just for the audience, I said I will not watch anything new until I watch Parasite, and I have not watched Parasite, so I've watched nothing new in like <laughs> four months. <laughs> yes, it's been ridiculous. I keep recommending things, and you're just like, I haven't watched Parasite. I'm like, you suck. They re-released um, it in theaters. You could have seen it so many times. Yeah. It's yeah. been on Blu-ray for two months, or any streaming service. You illegally download it. Whatever you got to do, go just go recreate it, and then watch you recreate it. It's gonna be Watch on it. Hulu. It's gonna be on Hulu in April. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice! I'm gonna watch this shit all the time. Can we just talk about <laughs> Parasite instead of <laughs> WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah, Parasite's a great movie. <clears throat> Very well written. Um, so <laughs> we're actually doing set this. design through the roof. They, you know, they built that house. I believe it. All right, we actually have to avoid spoilers for Tope. So. <laughs> so <stop. laughs> I, I zone up for that reason. <laughs> so, uh, well, now, Tope, I'll let you have the floor as you wanted to have uh, 30 minutes ago. Uh, the one story that is, uh, of all these, we've been shitting on a lot of these builds and, you know, the, the road to WrestleMania with a lot of these. How Adrian Taker's been kind of weak, Phoenix Cena's been weak, Goldberg's around. Um, Drew and Brock has been very, very good because Drew's just been on fire as a late and Brock's been great at putting him over. Charlotte and Rhea hasn't done much. Uh, Shane and Becky, I, I want to get back to in a second. But Tope, the one story that's been good has been with Edge and Randy Orton. Go ahead. It's like they know what Tope wants, and they gave it to Tope. <laughs> <laughs> Edge. Beef and Randy Orton, who actually is, is a promo against Beth, was a really fucking good promo. And Second best promo that week. And it's the way, oh, yeah, by, by another snake. Uh, another and, snake will get you. And it's like, that's how you should be a heel. He said things that were true and decisive, but he was a fucking piece of shit about it. And that match is going to be asshole. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not <clears throat> That is the Triple H match on the card. That's why Triple H doesn't have a match this year, because it's going to be the 25-minute car crash match, right? <laughs> the amazing build up to it, and you're like, you know what, I'm actually into this match. And then it's going to be head, well, headlocks different for Edge, I guess, but it's going to be a bunch of headlocks and a shitty spear to end it, and he'll win, and that's about it. Now, I can't wait. Or, or will it? And he pulls a SummerSlam 02 Shawn Michaels, and he's a lot more healthy than we thought. And he's doing fucking top rope fucking splashes to the outside and running across table spears and shit. And just doesn't want to be home. <laughs> like, just <laughs> goes all fucking out. I like, mean, that could be that. Go the no DQ route. Then I I'm scared. I'm legitimately it will. It has to be. It has to be. It's like the blood feud. There's no other blood feud on this on this card so far. There's a rumor they might make a, a AJ Taker a casket match, um, but but yeah, it's the only like it's only one of these you can kind of make like that. It has to be some kind of no holds barred or or like unsanctioned match because the doctors won't clear Edge or something. Yeah, I can see that. And I'm sorry, I was looking down the WrestleMania like card right now and like the rumor matches and seeing that. 
every single match right now has someone who will turn 40 or older this year. So that's nice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Except, except, except for one. Rhea versus uh, Rhea and Charlotte. Yeah. 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 Everyone has someone who's good. It was 40 or older this year. Oh, that's, that's, there's, that's hardly, there's hardly anything on Charlotte that's about to turn 10. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Augie, you uh, you are as we talked about kind of lapsed. Uh, so as the casual fan, how do you, for whatever we talked about, how do you feel about Mania? Meh. Like it, like I said, I fell asleep at minute twelve of the highlights, and like I saw a bit of the AJ promo, which was really kind of shitty in my opinion, but also, I, I don't know. I didn't like that. Um, the Charlotte, Rhea, see, honestly, that was the thing that was kind of most interesting to me. Um, and then Shayna seems to be doing a decent job, but I'm kind of, I didn't really like Becky's promo. So everything's just kind of lackluster. Like it doesn't, I know I haven't watched it all, but it just doesn't feel like the road to WrestleMania. You know what I mean? It feels like, all right. Yeah. It's it's a SummerSlam ish kind of pay per view. It's like uh, not even. You know? I, I, was think, like, Meh. I think it's a WrestleMania card. I think on paper the card is very strong for WrestleMania. I like it. I liken it to WrestleMania 31 because the card of 31 was also really good because you had mm. the first Roman Brock match, not the ninth or tenth. You had Sting's debut. You had Bray, uh, Bray versus Taker. You had Rollins and Orton. You had like a lot of like it was Rus- Rusev and Cena and a fucking tank. Uh, it ended up being a really, really good, solid, strong mania. But leading up to it, it was just like tug of wars with titles and a lot of boring segments and stuff leading up to it. So that's my hope for it, is that that's kind of what we'll get. Um, what about the celebrities? Isn't there like a celebrity in, in main minis? Have they announced anything like that? A host or a guest? No, no host. No host. My guess was they were going to have the Street Profits host, and then they gave the Street Profits the tag titles, which still doesn't mean the Street Profits are not just going to host. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, nothing, nothing of the sort so far. Um, Rich, I thought you were going to say something a second ago. No. Your circle popped up, and I thought I heard a noise. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's probably just clearing my throat. But while you gave me the opening, I'm going to take it. Uh, didn't it seem like it would have been quite natural and organic if at Elimination Chamber they used uh, the Undertaker run-in to... to Kind of like, yep. As a backdoor way into like link Alistair Black and Undertaker together, and kind of like take him under his wing as like his supernatural protege. That's why I thought it was at first, but then but then Mullet was saying that he did the same thing at uh, in fucking Saudi Arabia at first, and so I was like, oh, well, that sucks. I well, I didn't know that because I didn't watch the Saudi Arabia show. But even then, like, if the like. So well, that's why I thought he showed the up. The most recent, de- the most recent decent Undertaker match was that tag match that he had. Yes, ding ding. ding. So have him, ha- like, have him and Aleister Black tag at Mania against AJ Styles in the club. Love it. It's still like odds to exactly. overcome and all this stuff, and you can have Aleister Black carry the fucking load, yep. <laughs> and you know Taker can still look halfway decent. Yeah. And yeah, but you know, uh, you can tombstone Carl Anderson or something. Exactly. Right. But you know, yeah, let's not, let's instead try and recruit Alistair Black to, uh, Seth Rollins's church. I don't, and then he just disappeared. 
And then he just disappears after. So they set up the match. It's the main event. And then it becomes a fucking schmaz. And then the Viking Raiders, the Street Profits, everybody comes out. And it becomes an eight-man tag. And Alistair Black isn't even in the eight-man tag. <laughs> he's just he's gone. He doesn't go back, doesn't get a black mask, doesn't get anything else. I think he's destined for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, I'd, I was like, oh, this is perfect. He gets the rub. He gets the little. He gets a little fist spot, fist uh, arm in the air spot at the, on mm-hmm. top of the ramp with Taker. He's the new. He's a new fucking Satan guy. Nope. You know, honestly, you know where Aleister Black would look really good in fucking AEW. Well, I mean that list <laughs> I mean, well, runs a fucking mile long, my guy. But he would. I mean, they already have like dudes like that that are like like it's like come on in, brother. Like fucking. What's his name? Half half skeleton skateboard man. Darby What's his name? Allen. Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Darby Allen. <laughs> is everyone you can't think of Mitch McConnell? Well, tell me, Darby Allen does not sound like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I will tell you right now, Darby Allen doesn't sound like <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Like, let's move on. You know, and then you got you know you got Pentagon Junior. Uh, yeah, but the spooky spooky motherfuckers. Not to be getting off track here, but uh, I went to freelance on Friday, and uh, the people I Mitch was McConnell with, was there. And Mitch McConnell made a, a, a surprise appearance wow. in the Independent Wrestling Television Championship match. That's amazing. Uh, along with Cole Cabana, which Cole Cabana was there. That was fun. Um, very surprising to see him there. Uh, but yeah, um, some people were asking me, about, asking me about Space Monkey. Okay. And it's like, hey, would this guy ever get signed? I'm like, man, if there's any place, it's going to be AEW because they already have a dinosaur. Yeah. You know, they already have a little skeleton boy. Uh, (laughs) A little skeleton boy. You know, they have like all the crazy things. A menagerie of things. A menagerie, yeah. Whereas like WWE isn't really doing that right now. No. Uh, Nor would they. They haven't really done that since the uh, Funkasaurus or whatever. Boy, what what an error you missed, Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. We know three people that bought Funkasaurus shirts. Um, <laughs> Can I, uh, I, I, go ahead, Wood. I, I, I will say just uh, just a couple things. I mean, with everything as far as being kind of just congealed together with this WrestleMania, don't forget, there were reports out there that this was the latest that they had gone like not having anything on the script for WrestleMania. So while some things... Yes, kind of got mashed together, and there's not really a lot of storyline with it. I mean, we still have a number of weeks to go. You know, there's some things. There's some things that have come out of it that still look good, and hopefully has the possibility to be really good stuff. Uh, the second thing that I was that I was going to mention. Whose fucking fault is that though? Like, why did they wait so long to do that? Like, I'm not giving them <laughs> pass because it's so fucking late. Like, that's on them. And Sorry. that's all good Cont- complaining about someone procrastinating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is a man who doesn't book a plane ticket until an hour before. Yeah, and if I have to pay double the price, hey, that's on me. So, sorry, WWE, it's on you. You fucked up. The second second thing I I won't mention is, and I'm sure, I don't know if we'll talk about it now, we'll talk about it when we do our picks or whatever like that. May as well talk about it now. Is WrestleMania even going to happen the first Sunday in April? So, about... Two hours before we started recording, there was I forget who he was in Tampa. I don't know if he was the mayor or somebody in Tampa. It's it, it's, they were it's, a big... it's the mayor and the city are meeting together. Oh, yeah. for the Corona on okay. Thursday. Uh, so I wanted to bring this up, and I wanted to make sure that this was on the record. There is no 
fucking way <laughs> that Vince McMahon is going to let anything happen to WrestleMania. I don't care if you're the fucking mayor of planet Earth. <laughs> anything gets canceled? Sure. But he will be fighting it tooth and nail. Now, he may not have a choice, and he may end up having to fight it. Who knows? I would be shocked. Because also, you got to remember how many hundreds of millions of dollars is at stake. There's a big difference between canceling uh, fucking Coachella and WrestleMania. Not to shit on Coachella, but... Well, I feel like... No, I'll say it. Fuck Coachella. No. Yeah, fuck Coachella. <laughs> fuck Coachella, but also, I would say it's harder to rebook Coachella than it is to rebook WrestleMania, because... Everyone's on contract or under contract for Vince anyway, so he tells them when to show up. Whereas Coachella, good luck getting all those acts to show up on a different weekend. Well, but also I think what Mullah was kind of alluding to was the infrastructure and like the uh, economic boost it brings to the area. Like Coachella is in the middle of a fucking desert or whatever. Mm. Whereas any city that WrestleMania is in, like the economic impact is so much tourism, so much. Yeah, for hotels, restaurants, everything. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if it's been, it's definitely either equal to or possibly even greater than like the Super Bowl. And like, like it's huge. Cause also you think of all the fucking dozens of shows we talk about after we stop recording that we're deciding on what to do that weekend, you know? Um, Now, I don't know, I I don't know my municipal ordinances or whatever the fuck they are. I don't know what they're going to deem. Can wow. and cannot do your fucking homework, Mullet. God damn <laughs> You're making us look like hacks. I'm tired of you being unprepared. <laughs> Who's Goldberg again? Sorry, I'll leave, <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave that to the real journalists who I'm sure have a cool contact on the Dale Mabry local fucking law office. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Now, uh, it sucks that we have to talk about coronavirus in this podcast, but the only thing we can really talk about New Japan on today's episode is that the entire New Japan Cup has been canceled because Whoa. of what the fuck? Yeah. They is canceled this... the first half of the tour, yeah. and then today they canceled the second half of the tour. So there just won't be, they either will have to redo it at some point, or there just won't be a New Japan Cup this year. Is the coronavirus that big a deal? Yeah. It is? Yeah. In mm-hmm. Italy, Terrible they're house. playing soccer games to empty arenas. What the fuck? What? Yeah. In in yeah. all the American professional sporting leagues, the locker rooms have been closed off from all press and everything like that. Just yeah, players yeah. and essential yep. personnel only. Yeah. Last even, week, uh, NBA sent a memo out saying like, hey, just be prepared to play games in front of no fans. Yep, they canceled Coachella. They canceled Ultra. They, I think, I think all local sports in Italy are, are not being played. It's only the international ones that are being played. They, uh, they, they're stop. They're taping Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy in front of no audiences. It's getting bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! Really? Oh my gosh! I didn't know about Wheel of Fortune. But who's gonna clap every time they spin the wheel? Protect, protect Pat Sajak. Oh, He's a treasure! And it's gonna be really awkward to watch. Oh god, I think you all that's gonna be horrible. like I know we're we're making jokes, but like think about the press is right. Like who's gonna fucking scream all the numbers? This shit's terrible. It's just terrible for everyone. 
That's what we do. That's what we're here for, to alleviate all the pressures and worry of a coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Live game show audience errors. It's going to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, Why well, do you think when, yeah, when, when Pixar's Onward bombed this past weekend, it was fine because they knew it was coronavirus and not oh, because fine. it seemed like a DreamWorks movie? It look, I, I don't know nothing about it. I don't, how many how many people on this call? Is it just me? How many people on this call did Rich rope into doing his little Disney collectible card game? Oh, uh, just you. They don't know I play this. Don't fucking. No, no, I'll be out. a whole fucking spot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Spot. I thought you were going to ask how many people on this call have the coronavirus. What are you doing right now? No, this is a different game. This is a different You're game. playing a different game. That's a game that just goes by itself. This is, I'm talking about something different. So. It looks fun. It looks like a fun movie based on nothing except for still images on trading card game on my phone. <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, see Sam it. and I saw I took Jillian to see it on Sunday. It was perfectly fine. It was good. It does not feel like a Pixar movie. It still made me cry at the end. But I don't know what the fuck it means. You know. It's all the same. Is it a kid's movie or not? It is, but if you watch watch fucking Wally and then watch a B movie, you know the difference. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, who made B movie? Was that Pixar? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you trying to say? You like jazz? Um. Anyway, we're way off topic. But yeah, like they're canceling. They really postponed a James Bond movie that was supposed to come out in like three weeks to fucking November. So well, why the fuck a movie opening? So they because don't want to make more money. money. This is insane. People are avoiding. Group gatherings. Is this... Whatever. Yeah, there's a run on toilet paper. My well, my girlfriend's... My, what's that? There's a run on toilet paper. That's ironic. Um, my girlfriend's <laughs> roommate looks like she's preparing for a fucking hurricane. She's got a million bottles of water and, yeah. and like dry goods and shit. And I didn't know... Yeah. What, I was like, what is she doing? She's and, the problem. My, my girlfriend says she's preparing against <laughs> a ton of pirates. And I was well, like, you're not fuck? going on any cruises, are you? <laughs> Uh, not until de- not until December. Okay. okay My roommate go. is currently on a cruise. Awesome. Oh, oh God. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So I have the apartment to myself for one to five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope she left a check. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> She'll wire um, it. So we'll be we'll be uh, we'll be monitoring this throughout the next uh, few weeks. But as of right now, mania is is uh, happening. Um, the only the only story we didn't talk about that Augie kind of alluded to was the Becky and Shayna one, uh, which to Augie has been fine so far. And to me, it's also been fine. To a certain point as well. It's had its hurdles. It's had its struggles. Uh, I have a question. Vince must love yeah. her. He let her say bitch. Um, he let her say shit, so, too. She said shit? Who said shit? She said the S word before it, Chuck it, Taylor? It, it, yeah, absolutely. First first promo, she said, right to sh- Becky Lynch, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. <laughs> she cool. said the S word. Honestly, I hope yeah. she does. Uh, <laughs> so I watch raw two weeks ago something like that i don't know i don't remember nothing matters anymore <laughs> yep but when shana came out she came out to her name in an nxt chiron mm. are is she still technically a part of the nxt roster they haven't made that clear so she hasn't worked nxt since uh right. since before the rumble 
she did the same thing at Elimination Chamber. I think they just do that to designate them. So Rhea's doing the same thing, even though, I mean, Rhea's different. Rhea's a champion. But I don't know. I It wouldn't surprise me if she was just up for the main match. Uh, it would, because there's nothing else for her to do. I think it's just something to give NXT the rub to show, hey, here's mm-hmm. this new hot monster heel that just tore through the Elimination Chamber and you identify her as NXT still right. uh, okay. for now would be part of the reason. Um, I mean, um, it, I'm also I, still looking for somebody to explain to me as to why she bit Becky in the back of the neck. Ooh, she did. Yeah, I brought this up because Spencer, I knew he wouldn't know about it. <laughs> yeah, it pricked me right uh, up. I'm sorry. She did what? She took her mouth guard out. Yeah. Like, was this when she first challenged Becky Lynch? So so this was Becky and Asuka's rematch on Raw, like two weeks after the Rumble. Becky beat Asuka and then immediately like attacked her from behind and then took a chunk out of the back of her neck. Well, she <laughs> like bent her over, took her mouth guard out. So like, far, put good. her hair up, Great. and then bit her in the back of the neck. <laughs> and she, she like broke. F- no, it was like a fucking like blood uh, capsule. Or whatever. It was, oh. it was like, yeah. That's how you spread but the coronavirus. Still, I don't. <laughs> that's not, a, don't spread misinformation, Augie. Uh, that's a real specific weird thing to do, huh? I st- and there's still no fucking explanation for it, and uh, people are making there, me feel like the asshole for wondering why. Well, especially no, there's the a minor of, one, like. It could have been like the side of the neck and be like, yeah, like a vampire does, you know, but like nobody does that. Nah. Mm-mm. So apparently it was supposed to be some kind of Heyman idea homage to when Freddie Blassie in the 50s and 60s used to bite people with his like vampire teeth. Is the only the only thing I got out of all this is that Heyman's just a fucking old wrestling carny that wanted Did to they- do a cool visual like that. But they never said that on TV. They didn't call her a vampire either, which is good. Right. So they gave no reasoning whatsoever. And then they just started calling her the cage fighter. (laughs) Well, because she was going into a cage fight. Now, see, if Ember Moon would have done that, I wouldn't even thought twice. Because she has kind of like a werewolf thing going on. She, yeah, kind of used to. You know, like you don't like, need yeah. an explanation right. necessarily. If it's right. Ember Moon, sure. Anyone else, sure. What are you doing? What is this? Yeah, I think I, I like think for Ember Moon. Hoping... It could... That's so specific. Yes, I think they were hoping that the that the action would cause a sh- so much of a shock that people wouldn't ask. Well, why the what the fuck does that do? <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it worked for me temporarily <laughs> because. I turned Raw on, like, right when that happened. The only thing I see is Becky screaming bloody murder, and then it cuts to Shayna, and she's got a mouthful of bone. I'm like, holy fuck, what happened? And then the next five minutes played out where Becky's still flailing, and you can see the bread's, like, kind of syrupy, or the, the blood's kind of, like, syrupy. Like, it, you know, it's like, oh, well, that was obviously fake. But it, it kept my attention for a little bit when I flipped it on. So, you know, it, it but kind why of... Bend her over, lift her hair up, and bite her in the back of the neck. Why not, like... Tackle her. We'll never know. We'll know? never know. There's so many more natural ways I to now bite somebody. Two incredibly specific questions to ask if I ever meet these people. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, if I ever meet him, why Hollywood, Florida? You probably never <laughs> stepped foot there. You represent nothing about it. And two, Shayna, why the bite on the back of the neck? But I guess technically <laughs> Paul Heyman, I would ask that too. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the biggest reaction Shayna Baszler's got uh, in the whole process <laughs> because 
Then she worked a match with Kyrie Sane, who she's always had good matches with in NXT, and the crowd wasn't very receptive to it because Shayna has her ways and her style. And then the Chamber on Sunday was it was effective in getting Shayna over as a monster heel. She limited everybody and tore through everybody in the match. By but submission, she, shoot, right? Oh yeah, she she tapped everybody out. Or, or, or put them to sleep. Liv and Asuka didn't tap out. They just passed out uh, from uh, the hold. Gotta keep, gotta keep Liv Morgan, Morgan strong. <laughs> yeah, she's the See, Austin I of the uh, female division right now. I, I gotta give her fucking props because she took one gnarly fucking bump yes. into the, uh, into the, into the chamber. Into the pod? That was disgusting. Yeah, yeah no, the pod, that. sorry. Yeah, um, that. But they she eliminated... Sarah Logan, Ruby Riot, and Natty within like 90 seconds in their five-minute intervals. So she's just like taunting and baiting Liv and Asuka for three and a half minutes. Then she beats Liv in two minutes. So then she goads Asuka for three minutes. So it just created a lot of like stirring and indifference. So they haven't... Literally, the negative reaction has almost made them change the match. But then they realized we have nobody else on Raw... To change the match to, and we already had Shayna beat technically Becky at Survivor Series, so this is our only, this is our only chance, our only idea. Um, and then Becky's been really weird. Becky, thankfully, was kind of course corrected this past week, but the previous week she was at the commentary table dressed. The only way to describe it is she was dressed like a fucking uh, a king pimp. <laughs> She she definitely had like an Elton John vibe going on. She I saw that. that was, yeah, I, I don't know. I was digging it. She was she was wearing, she's she's she was wearing King's crown, uh, sunglasses yeah. that were Liv Morgan's, um, a furry jacket. Furry, yeah. But then the the look was fine. But then she was just like basically acting like Conor McGregor, like just being the most loud, obnoxious fucking Irish Irish woman of all time to the point where it's like. I'm not cheering for you. Like you're a little yeah, too she, much. You know what I mean? She's acting like very arrogant heel type. Yeah. Are they done so with her? No, I mean she's still no, but then this week she kind of she opened the show with a very like standard good Becky back against the wall, like babyface promo. But it was just kind of odd. So hopefully they were like, hey, don't do that. That sucked. Um because she's still like all things considered, it's been a year and a half. And she's still over, which is hard for a baby face to do nowadays, especially in WWE. So, yeah. you know, that's that's props to her. And hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, anything else on the E before we switch over to the other company? Anything we didn't tackle? I think that's pretty much all the main stories right now. Yeah, that's everything I got. No? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think, but yeah, we pretty much, uh, we pretty much at the big points. Oh, it, oh, yeah. oh, just I, I, I have one question. Just, just one question. Sure. What fucking three leaf clover did Riddick Moss find out in the yard? Uh, the one that Ricochet dropped. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Ricochet. Uh, what are the? What is the quote? Um, Ricochet is done. <laughs> yeah, he was on main event this week. What happened to Ricochet? He went from I don't know, just Vince stopped liking him. So he literally the, the, the he had the world title match against Brock in Saudi Arabia. He got in negative offense in a ninety second 
two-minute match to Brock. And then the next Raw, he he lost to WWE 24-7 champion Riddick Moss, who you couldn't pick out of a lineup, Spencer, if I gave you five random NXT wrestler pictures. If you put up five XFL players, I would be like, it's probably one of these guys. Actually, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) That includes the beer snake. The beer snake? You don't know about the uh, beer snake there, Spencer? Nah, I need to. You should Google it. It's pretty impressive. All right, where's he going to pull a beer snake for me? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know what the beer snake is. (laughs) So basically, XFL games, a section, I guess they were just all collectively uh, getting a line and and give their, uh, their empty cups from their beers. And let's see, it says about 1,237 cups, and they just make a snake that goes from the bottom of the section all the way to the top of the section of <laughs> empty cups. I'm sure that's Yo, not for the whole coronavirus virus outbreak. Yeah, exactly, but you know. XML is very fun. Dude, the XML rules. <laughs> it's the best product Vince McMahon has on TV right now. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, there's really not much to talk about NXT, except Johnny Gargano's a bastard, and we always knew this. Um, Love it. Uh, there's not much official for TakeOver yet. Uh, the presumed matches are going to be Dream and Cole, Gargano and Ciampa, possibly Loser Leaves NXT, which is going to be fun to watch both those guys try to try to win. Uh, hold on. Yeah, both guys are going to try to win that match harder for both reasons, both kayfabe and backstage-wise. Because... <laughs> Whoever wins is going to get called up, and neither one of them want to go. Um, and Mo, I got breaking news. Uh, yep. Beer snake rules. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, screw Warhorse. Beer snake rules ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm down for it. Um, and then they might be this doing is amazing. This is, what, this is this is what can happen. This is like hands across America. Like <laughs> Americans <laughs> coming together. <laughs> You know, putting aside the differences, rooting for this the Tampa Vipers, be... I assume. <laughs> like, straight up, so com- yeah. they were doing commentary to it. Awesome. This is what the Tethered are going to be doing at the end of Us 2, is this. <laughs> um, Finn Balor versus Walter is either going to be at the UK takeover or this takeover, and that's about it. Nothing. They only have a few weeks. Oh, and they're doing a four, a four women ladder match for the number one contenders for the NXT title. Women's title. The only person announced is Chelsea Green, so I'm not as excited as I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's it for uh, the E. Let's move over to the other. I'm, I'm sorry, no, more more news is coming to my attention. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> the tweet for the beer snake. I'm just gonna assume it's a quote from one of the announcers. In the it says in all caps, "We are dealing with an all time beer snake, folks." <laughs> <laughs> this is what legends are made of. <laughs> this is the XFL. Uh, I don't think that was the actual call, but that's a damn shame. The XFL's social media team is is doing a very good job as that's well. Yes. Man, could there be a better job than XFL social media person? Uh, week <laughs> one, week one, like the guy who like was doing most of it, yeah. had like this very emotional tweet of like, when I got into this field, my parents were worried, and I said, "Don't worry." And when I got into this job, my parents were worried, and I said, "Don't worry about it." Uh-huh. And then when I got to when I left that job for the XFL social media, uh, uh, per, to be that person, my parents were worried, and I said, "Don't worry." And now 
you know, all this shit's going viral and so funny. I'm getting props for it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Hardest working man in sports entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Do they call the XFL sports entertainment? Like they just don't call it football, <laughs> just like wrestling. They just call it sports entertainment. That'd be very funny. Um, well, as much as I want to talk about Beer Snake all day long, let, let's talk about <laughs> some good wrestling as of late. Let's talk about AEW. So I know, Spencer, you're lapsed on WWE. Are you just as oh, lapsed on man, AEW? I'm lapsed on wrestling as a, as a just, whole. Okay. Just, just checking. Just checking. Well, personally, as somebody who has been, as we talked about on the show, hesitant and critical and nitpicky as of late, I have to say that the past two months of AEW and Dynamites have been pretty stellar and pretty close to I'm not going to say perfect, but they've been like nines on the That's regular. Awesome. I'll go back and rewatch every, every episode. Single... Yeah, they've been on fire. Um, Revolution was a great show except for uh, two specific moments related to one specific person. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jake the Snake. <laughs> No, 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 no. He, he just debuted this past week, and he cut the promo of the week and maybe the promo of the year. Fuck yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm so glad. I want to give a shout-out to Witten because I, I forget what I was doing last Wednesday. I think Sam and I were watching a movie for the podcast or something, and I just saw on Discord, Witten just put, still got it. And I was like, man, I wonder what that's about. And then I saw it was an AW, and I was like, who the fuck? Like, yeah, Jericho still got it. Like, I was just, like, right, running right. in my head. I'm like, well, maybe it was Arn, because Arn's already been back on TV. And then I saw Jake mm-hmm. Snick. I'm like, ooh, I'm very interested. And I immediately watched it three times in a row. Ugh. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, yes, it is perfect. And the other good thing about it as of late has been also how they've been able to tell very fundamental basic wrestling stories with, with fucking solid psychology. But also they have an era, uh, an aura, sorry, of straight mystery and suspense and unpredictability about their shows. So they currently have like three programs essentially starting that are some kind of who done it or mystery like who's the dark orders assaulted one uh exalted one giving all these clues who is Jake the Stink Roberts client going to be who in the elite is is basically going to turn between Hangman and the Bucks and Kenny and everything else going on like and you honestly That's don't fun. know which direction any of them are going. Uh, on top so of while, the state of the art wrestling you'd expect. While fun, this is basically mystery box storytelling, okay. which on TV it makes for good repeat viewing mm-hmm. and like return viewing. Uh, but as we've learned with any show that does this, uh, mostly Lindelof shows. Uh, you gotta have... You mean, uh, Abram shows? Yeah. Oh, I guess they write... Yeah. Yeah. Um, you gotta have something in that box, so... You can't just say, it's a box, and not actually have... Right. Yeah, a mystery. Yeah. Sure. Um, so you yeah. just laid out three very good storylines that they're telling right now, and it just... We'd be remiss to not state that their women's division is still dog shit. Mm. Um, oh, and sure. they have That's zero cool. stories going on for their women's division okay. right now. Like, no. Grant- Yes. I'm glad that they did drop the Nightmare Collective story because... Was that Brandy's thing? Yeah, it was Brandy's thing yeah. um, because it got to the point where they were bringing Luther. Uh, Dr. Luther. I don't... Um, you know. 
well, the bald headed son of a bitch from Superman? <laughs> well, he's bald. <laughs> he's a son of a bitch. Problem? Yeah. It was, it was, see the man that invented the burger? It was weird and bad. The man. Luther burger? <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> and, but so, like, that's, that's good to know that they can, like, recognize when they're doing something bad and, just and stop it. it. Sure. Um, but also at the same time, like, you have a lot of very talented uh, women in that division. Um, do something. Is it possible that Brandy is actually in charge of the division and she's just not that creative? And that's the problem? Yeah, that's always possible. Okay. Yeah. It, it could be possible. I, I think what they are missing. Go ahead, Tepe. I'll say just real quick because Rich talked about the mystery box storytelling, and I just want to say from now on, when when a company has like a mystery and ends up really, really, really shitty, can we start calling it the mystery cage after Eric Rowan? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! Did they reveal what was in the cage? They did. Ooh, ooh, ooh. they ooh. did. Can we take guesses? Oh man. Yes. Well, All right. I've been watching. I can can Spencer and Augie just ping pong guesses back and forth? Until somebody gets it, this is the rest of the show. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching a lot, a lot, a lot of Survivors. Over, I'm going to assume it's four chickens. <laughs> over, over, over under uh, 4.5 guesses. I was going to oh, say a sad, a sad three-legged dog. Oh, nope, Spencer. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, it's a small, it's a sewing kit. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the over soggy. <laughs> a bag of, uh, of, of used pistachio shells. <laughs> As opposed to unused pistachio shells. <laughs> uh, let's see. It is, oh, a telephone book. A collection of... A collection, a collection of dry erase markers that have dried out. Oh, it's someone. It's a, it's a head. It's your head. Everyone, shut up. Just let them go. It's the head. It's your head. Um, half of my hat collection. Your hat. Half of my hat collection. Uh, a pack of nine volt batteries. Is it just a mirror? <laughs> Damn it. Ah, uh, god damn it! Um, you, the balls from a ball pit. It's a smaller cage with a smaller covering that he'll reveal <laughs> at an exponentially longer time. <laughs> We're gonna get a logarithmic. We're never gonna find out what the fuck's inside those things. Three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I give up. I, I'm going to guess forever. Uh, bunch of teeth. No, that's Danhausen's gimmick. Uh, I'm upset none of you guessed Beer Snake. Fuck. Yeah. Ah, God it's, damn it. Is it well, living? Beer Snake wouldn't fit in that little stupid thing. Yeah, that's true. It's not to be a big Beer Snake. A baby Beer Snake. A baby Beer Snake. Ooh. Uh, all right, so now we're turning this into 20 questions. questions. That's right. Is it, a, is it living? Yeah. Yes. Good question. Well, it is living. <laughs> Well, hey, Fabe, is it a fucking puppet? How do I fave this? Oh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, Someone... did it... yes. OK, I think I... somebody crushed it. No, yeah. the back. I don't know what was in it. OK, it was living. Uh... Was it Eric Rowan's pet and someone crushed it? Drew McIntyre crushed it. Why do you do that? <laughs> 
<laughs> what was it? Was it a little dog? A little no. rabbit? No. A little bunny? No. Are you sure it wasn't a rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> it was, was a six-year-old boy. It was a six-year-old boy. Drew McIntyre killed a six-year-old on live television. <laughs> I was, I was, that's true. No, Augie, what, were you, what did you just say? Was it a plant? Oh, no, never mind. Oh, Mitch. Ah. Was it a normal animal or was it like a crazy animal, like a porcupine? It was a creature. Oh, it was like a, a possum. A porcupine. Um, a rodent, be a quite an insect. Not yet a woman. Uh, not quite an insect as a, a spider. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, it's a, it was a okay. dinner plate sized dinner plate sized animatronic spider. Did it look cool? So you can no. get it speared Halloween. Yeah, they could. They you can hear the uh, fucking gears on it. Why do I because you have three hours of television to fill on Monday nights. When did they debut this, you know, this gimmick? Two months ago? Oh, God. No, longer than that. Uh, yeah. November, December? So he just been walking been around. Like... <laughs> like, let's think about this. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He's been walking yeah. around with just a big. Is it? Mm-hmm. There's... They're trying to say it was a real big spider, an actual spider, a living, breathing. Yes. So yes. he's just been walking because... around with a. Spider, this whole time. Well, because this spider, like, so everyone, like, when Mojo Raleigh saw it, you might as well have shown Mojo Raleigh Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. Like, he freaked the fuck out. <laughs> um, like, when a jobber, like, went in there, the jobber, like, came back with, like, a fucking bloody hand. Like, like his hand almost got bitten off. And then the spider gets revealed. Now, there was a really fun, interesting theory. Because the way it was revealed was, no way Jose's posse just, like, strolls up. And like, what's in the cage? And everyone's like, you want to see? And then like, he just pulls out the shitty ass spider and everyone goes fucking crazy. He laughs. He puts it back. Everyone's like, what if something different comes out of it every time? And whatever sure. comes out of it is what that person just scared of the most. Sure. Like, I like, no, that. Hey, it's a bogger. Terrified yeah, it's a bogger. of spiders. Yeah. Like when John Cena sees it, it's like a child. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like it just like escalates. Uh, and then this week, Drew McIntyre uh, squashed Eric Rowan in three minutes and then crushed the, the box with steel steps. <laughs> and the, audio, the, so the commentators stupid. acted like they didn't know what was inside of the box. <sighs> AEW. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry about that. Did you picture that spider there, Spencer? I'm sorry? Did you Google a picture of the spider. It, yeah, Rich showed it to me. It looks, it looks cool when Eric Rowan's holding it, but then it's like, well, wait a minute. That's, this is stupid. Was yes, it it was. It's a gobbledygooker gooker all over again. They didn't learn their fucking lesson in the eighties. Yeah, I'm great. The gooker came out of that though. That'd been cool. This Vince is, McMahon a learning a lesson. <laughs> um, well, on the flip side of that, so I think the difference is that AEW does have plans for what's in these mystery cages and mystery boxes. Yeah, or it's at the very right, an actual mystery, mysterious thing, and have and know what you're doing. Like, I would be sh- sh- very shocked if the Exalted One for the Dark Order wasn't originally planned to probably be like Marty Skrull. Sure. Like, everything matched up for it to be like, Skrull's going to be free from his contract. They start teasing this thing. It, they're feuding with the Elite. And then he resigns with ROH and kind of starts doing the NWA stuff. And it's like, okay, well, he may not be available. What other options do we have? Oh, well, then you have uh, Brody Lee, Luke Harper possibly being available you have matt hardy now possibly being available oh, you put yeah. raven in the crowd as like a red herring uh like Did they do you that? have yeah. like yeah, that rules. yeah like 
Yeah, like like the Dark Order is like jumping, and there's just Raven sitting there like watching them do this, and a- and That's then great. AEW's like or kind of shit the bed and was like he's always watching because like player Uno had just said that, um, so it was like okay, well it's obviously not him because they're making reference to it, but um, it could be all these groups together. Originally, it was like maybe the Dark Order and the Nightmare Collective and the Butcher and the Blade. And now Jake is like, maybe they're all connected in like this big monster force that's going to do whatever. Like they have options and they all make sense yeah. as opposed and it's gonna, to you know what it's uh, going to be. It's going to be sting. Um. <laughs> Yo, <duh>. why? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell Fuck yeah. Yes. I'm in <laughs> <laughs> just from the rafters, just like brooding, doesn't do anything for a whole year and everyone loves it. Well, well, <laughs> Well, AEW's like going hard in on it because because now the front runner for the Exalted One is a lot of people saying is Matt Hardy. So yeah, they've been right. so so they've been tweeting out like kind of cryptic messages, and one message that was tweeted out was just a bunch of lines. But then people picked up that the beginning letter of each line it spelled out Matt Hardy. So they tweeted out an acrostic, basically. Yes. They've been doing a lot of shit like that, like like Evil Uno did like a minor like kind of delete hand motion. Um, mm. He used the word obsolete. Mm. Uh, at one point, one of them did like the V one thing with their hands, like just like making a motion. Um, so they've been doing a lot of like little Easter eggs and clues and stuff. But then they've strung other clues along, so it's good that they have basically. It seems like A plans, B plans, C plans. Same thing with yeah. whoever Jake's client is, like. It could be fucking Lance Archer who's supposed to debut tonight. It could be Brody Lee who's supposed to debut anytime. It could be somebody we don't even know about yet. Like, mm. there's there's options, which makes it good. Um, and then just at the top, you have fucking, I mean, John Moxley's fucking hottest shit right now, and he's the fucking heavyweight champion, just cussing up a storm, cutting fucking babyface promos. Hell yeah. uh, I love this shit. <laughs> I love this shit. Well, the. They actually played. A, they actually played a, like a snippet of like I think his music or some kind of music yeah. during his promo like, after winning the title. He was like, "What the fuck?" Use your Shivani and Ross just bust out laughing because they're like, "God damn, we could do this back in the day." Oh, so good. Uh, the Hangman and Omega against the Bucks was like one of the best tag matches ever. Like just ever it was just awesome. Um, everything's been really, really good. However. Oh, Oh, man. There's one person who, up until Revolution, has also been on fire and has also been killing it and crushing it. That person was Cody. Cody had his match with MJF. Nobody remembers his match with MJF. Nobody. Because prior to said match, two disastrous things were revealed and happened. How is this? Which one is worse? Okay, never mind. That's a dumb question. It's obvious which one's worse. Because one's forever and the other was only for a few minutes. There you go. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Wooden. Uh, so his song, you know his interest song. It's a pretty decent wrestling theme, right? You know, it yeah. sounds, it's good. It's good. By the band Downstate. They do, uh, they do the Miz's theme, another good wrestling theme. Uh, they played him to the ring. Okay. And by all accounts, I've still not watched it. Because it's very rare that I hear something being so bad, I don't watch it. Oh, no. I don't know if I can do this. I heard it was like 
Motorhead WrestleMania 17 levels of bad. <laughs> which, uh, which for that song, Lemmy just sang the same lyric over and over and over again. Uh, so we thought that which was isn't, like, hmm, go ahead. Which isn't a bad strategy because, like, you know, there's a good chance. Like, who's gonna fucking notice? Yeah, sure. It's the same yeah. song. It doesn't matter. Whereas this was like, sure. apparently it was, I guess, fine in the arena. I, I kind of am dubious about that. So what was, was it the sound was bad? Or uh, the monitor? The, the, it's a bad singer. Oh, um, no, okay. Yeah. Not good. Shouldn't be playing live. Shouldn't be playing. They're not a live band. I see. Um, yeah, they're yeah, studio. The, yeah, like just, just cracking and oh, off pitch and shit like that. No. It was just raw and it, to watch. And it killed the crown, like. Cody's yeah. the second over baby, second most over baby face in that company after Moxley. Like Cody's fucking over. So the crowd sure. was a little tepid when the match kind of started because of that. They were also tepid because they were wondering what the fuck was on his fucking neck. Okay, okay. So Rich is about let to me know when you let me know when you want this. I want it now. <laughs> Wait. Wow! Send the link. Send the link. Send the link. Send the link. I need to see this. <laughs> wow, that's real. That's not fake. That's real. That you got that like the day of the match. Why he do that? The new game instead of who he played for. Why he do that? (laughs) That's tough, man. That's real tough to go from what a single tattoo. This your next. That's your next move, huh? Yeah. (laughs) That's that's you're starting to play chess and. And you right. move your pawn out as the first move. And the next move, you do a rook move, but with your queen. It's like, that's not right. What are you doing? Is that like an angry patriotic moth? It's, no, it's, it's, his, it's his, uh, his logo. Nightmare family yeah. logo. Oh, But it's on his fucking neck. And it's in color, too, which also, like, <sighs> it may have kind of looked a little better if it was just in, like, black and white. May, may, sure. May, in, that, in that placement, maybe. It's a be- it has a better chance. Yeah. That's the kind of tattoo you There's... put, like, on, on your forearm or maybe between your shoulder blades, I guess. Yes. That's a bicep tattoo if I ever saw Yeah. One. That's a straight-up bicep tattoo. Yes. They missed it. They yeah. missed it by a little There's... bit. They went too high with There's the tattoo. Not... Whoops. <laughs> the tattoo There's not a lot. Well, first of all, Fuck that tattoo artist. You have to be like, you sure? Like, you sure? Like, that's, I feel like that's part of, like, their creed. Like, like their, <laughs> their code. To be like, no, this is, this you, is forever. You and that's your fucking to, like, a, a, a reputable, he's going to a, a C-plus tattoo artist at best. I mean, that was up here, dude. It was in Chicago he did yeah, that? Yeah, he did that the day of the show. Where that show go? was in, I, put them on board. It was like in between C2E2 and the show. That's insane. He well, was at, he was asking for what is a good tattoo artist in Chicago. Like great references. Can't get your recommendations on social media? No. He's the executive vice president of a company. And he has that fucking on his neck. That's uh, the other thing. Like, like the uh, way he dresses. <laughs> that's a really good point. Like yeah. it doesn't fucking match. <laughs> that's a really you good You know? Point. Yeah. Like, get whatever fucking tattoo you want, but if you're gonna dress like that for your like streetwear character shit, right? Like, well, or like, I mean, like fucking Corey Graves has tattoos out the walls, but they they make sense as a whole. Mm-hmm. And when he's wearing suits, it's like a it's a look. It looks interesting. Yeah. Whereas this is like a singular yeah. tattoo, and when he's like wearing his streetwear, it you only see half of it as well. Corey Graves' it's- tattoos tell the story of his life being a douchebag. Cody's tattoo. 
just says, "Whoops, I wanted a tattoo on my neck." Yeah, his wife hates it. So, Tope, I look forward to you marrying Brandy Rhodes in 2032. That'd be um, fun. Yes, that's 12 years. Never mind. Hold on. Uh, no, I meant 2022. Never mind. Yeah, um, any, any. You'll wait. You're in no <laughs> rush. <laughs> um. I've never there's not much that unites wrestling fans right now. And yeah. this really good moment, because everyone's just like, we need to come together and stop this. There was you know a change the board petition started. No, that's funny. There was a uh was it a Kickstarter, Kickstarter? <laughs> to get him to, to get it removed, to get it lasered off. Yep. If he would have put it even right above his current tattoo, above his heart, that actually might have worked maybe. Almost sure. anywhere else. Literally almost anywhere else. Except his face. Put it or on, his neck. Put it on your dick. Like That's great. Put it <laughs> That's great. I'll let you get a tram stamp. Like yeah. Rock's like, got one and I'll make fun of it. The other I think the other thing about it is just it's not a good looking logo either. It's like a it's fine. It's like a it's like a fine first draft for the first five years. It's a nothing logo though. It's nothing. It's it's nothing. It's a skull with a fucking like crest. It's nothing. Yeah. It kind of looks like the Maserati symbol, sort of in a weird way. Yeah, so. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Augie, as somebody who's been critiquing everything that's been on Cody Rhodes' body for the past ten years, <laughs> I, I, I want to make sure that we get your your thoughts on record about this. I think, I think he needs to buy a third knee pad and put it around his neck. <laughs> Turtlenecks all day for Cody Rhodes. So, but that honestly, that'd be really sad. Like, if his wardrobe evolved to be like more turtleneck based, <laughs> it would make me sad. Because <laughs> like, he would well, know that he fucked up. Oh, first shot at it because in the promo on last week's Dynamite, he cut like a pre-tape and he took his jacket off and he had one of those old school like. 80s like I broke Wahoo's leg shirt that just says I pinned Cody and he was like oh well this is this is obnoxious this is this is an eyesore this is I, I can't this is something I can't put on my body like a neck tattoo <laughs> that was the coolest <laughs> I promo and it's just like well this is going to be 10 years of MJF promos and I'm fine with that too <laughs> like, it's got to feel really bad because that's like such a confident decision yeah it is and to just be like, this is what I'm getting. This is where I want it. What? Tony Khan in the post in, the, in like the post match interviews, like uh, for the show, was like, yeah, I don't like it. Like that's your boss. <laughs> that's like, yeah, everybody well, in your life hates it. And that's what I'm saying is like to be so confident in it, and then to have basically a unanimous like disapproval rating worldwide of this thing, it's, and and it's th- and it's there. Well, you know what it and is. And it's done. Yeah. And it's just like, I... He can't keep getting lucky do you think in he, all his decisions. Do you think he still likes it? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no way. No, he... No, he's... No, he currently is having major second thoughts. Give it about a week or two, and it'll settle in more and more, where he's like, fuck, this is permanent. Like, when it doesn't rub off in two weeks, that's when he can start freaking oh, out. Oh, boy. Everyone thought it was. Everyone like, thought it was like war paint or something. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's gonna yeah. rub off." And then the match goes yeah. on. They're like, "Oh, that ain't budging." I mm-hmm. bet he likes it. And he doesn't, and he doesn't understand why everyone else doesn't. And he's trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think that's more so. What it is. And also, he's gonna be too much of a man. He's gonna be too stubborn in his decision for him to be like, "If I get it removed, then everyone's gonna be like, well, quitter." It's like, no, you, you know what? That's removed. fine. They didn't yeah. think I could well, wrestling company either. 
The only, yeah, the only right? yep. move, the only move, well, there's one move, is to add on. Yes. That's and, the only and it has to be like from the neck and down to like a sleeve. Yeah. He has to go, he has to immediately go get like a, a, a quarter or half sleeve right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like Randy Orton had like a shitty kind of like tribal. upper like neck tattoo and like, yeah, like a tribal thing. Yeah. And now it's just all skulls. It looks fine. And it's a good, <laughs> no. and, and the look works for him. It does. There's a skull. That's a skull. Oh. A skull right there. His skulls aren't also bright red and bright blue either. So that's. that's yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, like Spencer alluded to earlier, Corey Graves has a shit ton of neck, neck tattoo. So just he's just got to fill up the rest of his neck and make it like a collage instead of just the focal point. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's his. It's his Pepsi logo. You know, it's like that can be one of the tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Pepsi awesome. logo. He just started with it instead of ending with it, which is yeah. That's just... Oh gosh. Yeah, I think we're all caught up in wrestling news now. I think that's the, that was the last thing we really needed to talk about. <laughs> Maybe Cody's Cody tattoo artist is the exalted one. He seems pretty evil. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be. Um, the only other things I was going to point out, uh, I gave a recommendation earlier. I was doing this for a while back, and I stopped it. Um, if you haven't, and I know Tope hasn't because he hasn't watched anything until he watches Parasite, but if anything's going to go to the top of your queue, everyone please watch the FCW documentary on the network. It is, it, it looks cool. without question, in my opinion, I think the best documentary they've done on the network. It is fantastic. They take their time with it. It's a good solid 80 minutes. They get into a lot of stuff. It is awesome. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff you have never seen before and will probably never see. It's glorious. So please, if you're listening, watch it. Um, somebody somebody on the on Discord watched it three times the first day, and I was like, yeah, I agree. Like that's It sounds about right to me. I'm wow. dying to rewatch it. Uh, um, also, something to watch, uh, recently added to Netflix, is Beyond the Mat. So really? yeah, so yep. um, I watched so that bad. just the other night while uh, me and my girlfriend were doing a puzzle. It holds it up. It's so damn good. Every every time I watch, it, there's two or three new things I find. It's 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 wonderful. And then season two okay. of Dark Side of the Ring is going to be coming out here. Yes. Uh, for Vice, which mm-hmm. which they've released all the stories. That they're going to be telling, and it's going to be pretty good. It's a two-hour Benoit one. It's an Owen Hart one where they actually interviewed Martha Hart. I think she's done an interview in twenty years. Uh, we get to finally find out which which cigarette cartel members killed Dino Bravo. Uh, a brawl for all one, which is weird. Uh, Legion of Doom. Mass uh, transit incident. Well, I was I was building up to that one uh, oh, for somebody specific. Damn it. That's okay. Uh, it. It's okay. He Sorry. doesn't know what mass transit is. Uh, actually, he might remember. I'll just say it now. Okay, there's a new Jack one. There's going to be a new Jack documentary on national cable television. Ah. That uh, man, if I didn't already have my final power plan for our our March of Menace Pickums, I'd just make you do that. But I won't. I'll make sure you watch it anyway. <clears throat> I'll make sure to use it as a horror movie. I guess. <laughs> a lot of good wrestling, a lot of good wrestling uh, documentaries and stuff available for everybody. Um, any other wrestling news before we hit the the plugs and uh, wrap up? All right. 
Well, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Podswalk, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Very, very soon, there will hopefully be a, I think, 10 to 15 minute video of Spencer eating nerds one at a time. I watched that the other day. I didn't know it was on the drive, and man, was it good. Uh <laughs> So that'll be up for your for your for your patronage there. That's that's a way to sell it and tease it. Um, follow us on all social media: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, of course. March of Madness. Uh, actually, I didn't say this at the top of the show. Um, I can go ahead and officially announce uh, I'm changing the date for March of Madness. It's actually going to be Sunday, March 29th. The first time we're running on a Sunday. As opposed Are you to changing it because of the um, coronavirus. Coronavirus, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's, I just Saturday. Too many people are going to get it on the Saturday, so we're just doing it on Sunday. Um, <laughs> that twitching uh, man, no, dangerous. I have family coming into town on Saturday, so <laughs> so it's going to be on Sunday. Uh, so Sunday, March 29th, probably starting at 12 Eastern. Uh, the bracket is live. Uh, you'll be able to find it uh, basically by the time this episode airs. It'll be available on Dark and Audio website. It'll also be available on challenge.com slash Marcho Madness 2020. Uh, get your bracket submissions in now. I will implore everybody. The, the play-in matchups were completed. They're also currently available on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Marcho Madness. Very, very good play-in round. We had a, a draw. Twice, I gave uh, the the members of the North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, two chances, and both times I went to a double countout. So <laughs> if you see the bracket, don't pick the thing that says buy, don't pick. Just pick Kofi Kingston. If you pick buy, don't <laughs> pick, to win the tournament, you will not get the last place prize. So don't fuck this. <laughs> It was way too complicated to make a 63rd person, a 63 bracket tournament, and just have Kofi as the buy. So I just put that. We did it before. I think the year we did it when Dolph got the buy, only two people picked it, and whatever. Uh, podswoggle.gmail.com. Let's know what you think of the show. And arcadeo.net slash podswoggle mailbag. Rich, do we got anything? No. <laughs> it going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> We had a few good weeks of jokes. So now, you fucks don't get any jokes because you didn't send us any jokes. Way to go. That's on you guys. That's not on us. Not our job to tell you jokes. You people. People. Um, Any other plugs? Uh, If you want to play the Disney Collect uh, mobile trading card game with me and Rich, just let us know. I'm sure Rich will... um... (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Man, I got excited. I thought you were talking about the tabletop game that Disney came out with Villainous. It's very good. And it's got multiple I, I keep seeing it. Is it good? Yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, Sam and I like it. It's it's easy. It's quick to learn. There's like four expansions on it. It's nice. Wow. So go pick up Villainous. Disney needs the money. Rich, anything? Nope. Go. Final thoughts. Widen. Uh, two quick things. One, like I said, I listened to the Marcho podcast and keep it in line with the week in the weeks. I did uh, correctly get the Dawson's Creek joke. Oh, well, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other the other thing, just a, just a quick little thing. Uh, uh, it's been a, a, a tough week uh, here in Nashville uh, with all the tornadoes that came through. 
thankfully, uh, I'm okay. My my wife's okay. We live south, so we weren't really impacted, but uh, a lo- uh, number of our friends were impacted. They're all okay. Everyone's safe. Um, and a number of the places that we frequented were impacted, including the home of Southern Underground Pro Wrestling, the Basement East. Um, building was damaged. It's a total loss. Um, actually, if you have seen pictures, there's a building that has a mural on the side of it that says, I believe in Nashville, uh, that's been playing on a lot of the news networks. That's that building. And it's going to be a total loss. So there was supposed to be a show going on this Sunday. Thankfully, it is still going on in a different building, but it's obviously going to have to take place. Stuff's going to have to take place in different buildings from now on. Um, if anybody is wanting to to donate um, any money or, or anything like that, give me a shout out. Send me a DM on Twitter at MK Whitten. You don't have to. Certainly don't have to. But if but if you're feeling you know generous and you definitely want to, let me know. I can put you in touch with the right people to donate whatever you can donate. And uh, and yeah, uh, it'll be a process, but uh, but uh, everyone's coming together. So. How's Slim Chickens? Good. And good to- Still standing, baby. All right, we good, baby. Let go. <laughs> Augie, final thoughts? Nope, my burrito was ready nine minutes ago. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever, at any moment, you talk to Augie. Nine minutes ago, his burrito was ready. Uh, Spencer, final thoughts? Yeah, I've got food waiting for me, too, but uh, I'm not in my own house, so I got to wait. <laughs> Rich, final thoughts. Get Spencer some food. I don't have any food for Spencer. I don't have any food for me. I'm going to go get something. He, he his, his meal today was a two liter of ginger ale. That's true because I was fasting all day and then I got a stomachache. Uh, <laughs> I need a dolphin to buy you food. Uh, I would like to just shout out unrelated to literally everything we do on this podcast. Uh, the Twitter account Disneyland to go. Uh, it's a parody Disneyland uh, Twitter account, and it's it's very good. Can we give us a little uh, sample? Yeah, the pinned tweet. The pinned tweet from February is Goofy has died. <laughs> uh, wait time to wash your hands: three point five hours. <laughs> Okay, final yeah. thoughts. <laughs> uh, apologies for this time to uh, Kathy Kelly. Good luck in your uh, future endeavors. You you were great. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! Let me be <laughs> sincere. Let me be sincere. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it was meant to be sincere, but then I heard myself be sincere, so I started laughing. Uh, for Tope, for Augie, for Rich, for Widden, for Spencer, this is Miles signing for Podswog Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are slogging off. Fucking burritos cold. Fucking burritos. Nah. are very nice. Oh, yeah. We got uh, Col- Cabana versus the winner of the Street Profits playing. Santa Claus versus Brody King. Marty Skrull versus Dominic Dijakovic. Tyson Fury versus one of the asses, which is fun. <laughs> uh, Minoru Suzuki versus the Great Muda. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Mustafa Ali versus Jushin Thunder Liger. That's another dope sure. Sami Zayn versus Edge. Yeah. And funny how this works out. Santino Morella versus Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Hell, yeah. So that'll be a fast pick. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.